Welcome to episode 151 of Chew on This, a Nerd United podcast. I'm BJ. Vic. It has been a little over 10 years now since The Dark Knight came out, and so we want to do kind of a special episode. This is Chew on This asks, why so serious? <laughs> it's, so, it's so stupid. <laughs> uh, yeah, we, we both... Uh, yeah. <laughs> We both uh, revisited Dark Knight recently. Um, I think you, as early as today, uh, were was watching it. And well, I, I had actually I watched just watched it. I, I literally had just watched it a week ago, and then you yeah. told me about it. And I'm like, oh, fuck, I got to watch it again. So <laughs> I watched it a week it or two ago. I watched thing. the entire trilogy. Yeah. So anyway, so let's get the boring stuff out of the way. So like you said, it's been over 10 years, a little over 10 years. I think it released in July of 20, yep. uh, 2008. Yes. Um, anyway, so um, so The Dark Knight, 2008, 94% um, on Rotten Tomatoes. I think yes. it's either still the highest or the second highest comic book movie of all time rating. 332 reviews, 312 fresh, tw- only 20 rotten. I don't know who the fuck rated this thing rotten. <laughs> You're an idiot. <laughs> um, let's see. Total box office gross. Or domestic gross was half a billion, five hundred and thirty-three. And that's just domestic. And this, did this, that yeah, this too. thing made so much more money than the first movie. It's not even funny. Yeah, in the first six days in the first six days of the Dark Knight, it made the same amount that than the first movie. Completely. When Batman Begins. Wow. Yep. I think when six Batman, days. I think when Batman Begins came out, um, a lot of people, including myself, thought. Uh, kind of skeptical about this. You know, it's, it was like eight years after Batman and Robin, that debacle. And right. nobody was really like, I think Re- uh, Superman Returns came out a couple of years earlier. Uh, or maybe, no, that actually that came out a year after Batman Begins. But anyway, Batman Begins comes out and, you know, there's already like Fantastic Four and X-Men and all this shit and Spider-Man and all that. And Batman comes out and I remember just people not really that jazz about it. They're like, eh. Uh, whatever, and then the movie comes out, and they're like, "Holy shit, that was pretty awesome," you know. Right. And it, because it was so earnest, the way uh, Nolan wrote it, um, he made it serious, and you know, like, what if someone could become Batman? Like, what would it take? And I, I love the the take his take on it. But when the Dark Knight came out, uh, there were so many things going for it that made it the the spectacle that it was. And one of them was, unfortunately, you know, the passing of Heath Ledger. Well, before that, though, before that, even more so, was that going back to Batman Begins, <clears throat> I remember specifically thinking, the why the fuck do I, why the fuck do I want to go see how he becomes Batman? That's just dumb. Yeah. Right? So you go and watch it, and it's somebody who basically tells you, like, if if somebody is, how do you put a real man? Like, because out of all superheroes, you know, Batman is kind of the closest to that because he's got no superpowers whatsoever. So he has to push his body to the brink, right? Right. So how does he train to become that and all that stuff? And there's a few comic books in here, like Year One, you know, um, is in here a little bit, but um, and then it goes to the Dark Knight. But anybody who didn't go see the Dark Knight, I'm sorry, uh, Batman Begins watched it on DVD and realized how fucking good that movie was. Yeah, yeah. And Caught that's kind of what built the buzz. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because but... I remember that trailer. It was a teaser. And all it was mm-hmm. was that black screen 
with that slow blue flame coming towards you. Of the bat. And it was just Michael Caine talking. Yeah, it was just Michael Caine talking. And then you just hear the Joker at the end. It was like the one of the best teasers I've ever seen. Yeah, I was at um, Comic-Con when that uh, teaser came out. Like, Warner Brothers would never bring Batman to Comic-Con. So nobody saw any footage. There was nothing. And uh, they showed that teaser, and everybody went fucking crazy. You know, it's just Alfred talking about, you know, some people just want, want, wants to watch the world burn, and and then the Joker laugh, and everybody just went apeshit. Um, but, <clears throat> so, 94%, that's pretty high. Uh, did over a billion dollars, which, uh, at that time, 10 years ago, was pretty damn good. Um, and, and then it just continued on with Dark Knight Rises, which, you know, is not my favorite movie, but it's still better than a lot of other shit out there. Um, but anyway, we're on the Dark Knight. This movie we still talk about 10 years later. We still, like after watching it again for the 50th time, it still holds up. Um, so I don't know if you want to just like kind of just jump into it. I mean, I wrote so many notes <laughs> from like... Beginning I didn't write that end. many. I uh, the reason why I I got caught up in the movie again watching it, <laughs> really trying to like nitpick like nitpick what was going on. Um, it's it's not it's not very easy uh, on a movie like this. You know that's why some of the movies that we like the most are, are some of our shortest podcasts because there's really not much to talk about. But from the opening sequence, you you if you actually for some reason decided to pay an IMAX ticket just so you could see the prologue which was the introduction of the Joker. Pay your $15 and basically you go see an eight-minute trailer. Yeah, like an what, eight-minute uh, what movie for, was it in front of? What movie was it in front of? Do you remember? I, no, I don't remember, but I know it boosted his ticket sales. It's kind of like when episode one came out. I wonder when, if... Like, meet, meet Joe Black, like, finish number one. Right. <laughs> I wonder if, like, if people just walked out after they saw the eight minutes, they're like, oh, that was awesome. Uh, maybe, I don't like, know. Like, this movie I'm about to watch is a piece of shit compared to this eight minutes. <laughs> <laughs> right, but the only thing that, the only thing I could nitpick in the beginning of the movie that, in that Joker prologue was, um, was when the bus came out. I remember seeing it, I was like, oh, that's really cool how it blended in. But then I really, you know, thought about it in my what the fuck eyes. And was thinking like the bus driver behind it didn't see it like exit the <laughs> exit bank, the bank. <laughs> and like didn't say anything like hey um one of our buses that doesn't have a registered number just drove outside of a bank where all the cops were going to should we check out you know check out on this is <laughs> the only thing I could figure out from the opening sequence hey and um nine one one um this bus just came out of the bank that was just robbed. And yeah, I had no people, kids on it. <laughs> there was nobody in there, and some weird no, dude with no a mask driving it. it. <laughs> this is fucking weird. And uh, the bank that it drove drove out of all the ki- all the cops were in it. <laughs> I just saw the dro- I just saw all the cops drive by. <laughs> Something wrong. But then, but then, but then, right after that sequence, you finally get to see Batman. Right, he comes out in the parking lot, and I'm thinking, there's there's a few parts in here that I can actually pick apart. Right, so. So the, the the scene, I'll go to the very ending because it explains the what the fuck part in the beginning is. Mm-hmm. The ending of the sequence is when Batman jumps off like like four stories up and smashes down on the van, right? You right. Remember that? Yeah. And the scarecrow. So you know he's four stories up, right? But in the beginning of the sequence, the Batmobile ha- makes its grand entrance and then Batman does not give a shit about uh, like 
you'll find out in this movie that he doesn't give a shit about anybody's property. No. <laughs> right? Because he comes, he, the Batmobile comes through. Who is he, Superman? The wall, <laughs> crashes through the wall, smashes the like three innocent cars there, and just is there. It's like this grand, perfect entrance, right? But weren't they just on the fifth floor? Yeah. So like, where's that Batmobile coming from? Yeah, and he's not even in it. Right. Just, well, that, that kind of figured it was like remote control. But, like, how did the Batmobile get that high? Because they're clearly not on the top floor. <laughs> and the right? next building is, like, several, like a couple hundred feet over. Or so, like that. Like, unless, unless, you get like, unless you got, like, a crane to make that whole sequence happen, <laughs> it's kind of a little bit of a fuck up. Yeah, that was kind um, of weird. And also the, the copycat wannabes. Like, the, yeah. one, the one guy sounds like a, like a fat baby. He's just like, he's just like, you know, we're we're trying to help, you know. And you're like, oh my god, shut the fuck up! You're giving me a bad name, like you're not menacing at all, you know. That and plus, a, that was a pretty funny part. And plus, like, why is Batman? There's all these Batmans with shotguns and machine guns and shit. And I'm like, Batman yeah. doesn't do that. It's like, why would you do it's that? Zach, it's Zach, it's Zack Snyder's Batman wannabe gang. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but yeah, they caught that dude. He just doesn't sound like he's like, just stop. He's like, you're just wearing hockey masks and stop, whatever. And he's like, but we're trying to help. <laughs> so right after that is the setup to it. You meet Denton, all that other stuff. You meet him in court. And, and kind of at this point, I'm still like watching the movie to watch the movie, right? Nothing is glaringly an issue to me until I get to the Joker penthouse scene. Oh, and so there, there were, Two problems I've always had with that scene, but I never really nitpicked at it. The first is when the Joker is coming for him, and and Bruce Wayne knows this and chokes out Harvey Dent, <laughs> yeah, like just and then shoves him in a closet, right? And puts like, how do you know? And puts a broom through it, so nobody would like, notice the broom. Because at that the point, I, I'm pretty sure at that point the Joker has still not gotten into the penthouse, right? Right. So. You don't know when the Joker is coming. Like you didn't show me that he like saw the security footage that they're in the the elevator. You know, so the Joker could have not showed up for like another four hours, and Harvey Dent could have fucking just woke up in a closet. Like who the fuck just choked me out for no reason? <laughs> yeah, how did how did Bruce Wayne know that Joker was there? So so that was the other thing. Like why don't you just be like, hey, um, some of my police friends just called. Um, the Joker's coming for you. We got to get out of here. Yeah, I, right, that would have been much I have, better. And I have a great idea. Instead of putting him in, in inside the wall, like when he hides in the wall, I'm like, let's throw right. him in a closet and throw a broom through it, and nobody will notice that. Yeah, because the <laughs> broom's be on the outside. He'll be safe in the closet. <laughs> the broom's on the outside. Right. No one's gonna walk up that, and go. That's this, not this keeping the Joker out. That's keeping Dent in. <laughs> like he's not gonna make any noise when he wakes up. <laughs> When he wakes Sorry. up from being choked out and Sorry. be like, "Oh, I'm stuck in a closet. I'll just, I'll just wait here till somebody gets I'll me." I'll just yell, and the Joker goes, yeah. "Oh, I can't get him out. He's got a broom through the handles." So and then when he, and then when he, and then when the Joker's like, "Where's Harvey Dent?" And then you hear like in the background, "Wayne, you fucking piece of shit, let me out of the closet." <laughs> it's like oh, I found him. He's like, "But I can't get him out." He's There's like, a oh, broom never here. Mind. The Joker's like, "Never mind. I'll just finish the champagne glass and shrimp." Right. <laughs> and then the other part that bothered me was the end of the sequence where where they where he dives to go save um what the hell is her name? I just saw this and I can't think of Rachel. her name. Rachel goes to save Rachel, right? And clearly it does the he can't get the 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 cape 
out because he can't put his hands on it. Right. So I'm trying to figure, like, at that speed and that height, I'm just wondering, like, how they survived that fall at all. I, that, you know, like, that was a pretty fast fall. You know, what's, and, what's funny about that sequence is, like, I, I, I didn't care about that at all. Like, I thought about that. But the thing that kind of, that kind of pissed me off or made me feel like, you know, the, uh, the filmmaker think we're stupid is that, okay, he falls and they land in the, they land on the chair, but, or in the chair, they land on a car, but up top, Harvey's locked in a fucking closet. And right with the Joker still there, the Joker Joker just takes the fuck off. And you mean to tell me, yeah, you mean to tell me like the Joker's like, oh, I'm just going to go down the elevator and walk the fuck out of here. Like, how does he get out of that building without the cops? Like, because at that him. point in time, you think maybe Batman died, and you continue interrogating the guests. Where right. the fuck is Harvey Dent? Right. But that doesn't happen. No. But here's the problem. This is why. It, this is why them not dying from falling off of the 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 fucking um, skyscraper mm-hmm. pisses me off. Because he's falling from that height with two people's weight on top of him onto a car. Right. Right. So, from a skyscraper. Well, he falls, like, only three stories at the end of the movie and is fucking knocked out for the whole time. <laughs> until, like, until Commissioner Gordon runs downstairs, right? Yeah. So, how the fuck is he knocked out from a three-story fall, but from, like, a skyscraper with two people falling on you and then you hit a car? I don't know. I think you by... turn to him. So, anyway, and the reason why I'm nitpicking this is because Christopher Nolan builds his world where... Things are supposed to make sense, which is why I hate the Dark Knight Rises so much. So I want to know how you how you don't get knocked out with holding another person from a skyscraper, and then you get knocked out from a three story fall. <laughs> I don't know. Doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. It's like they, you know, they had to take liberties. They had to like in the writing. They're like, oh shit. Well, I guess we got to do this. You know. So there was some things. Oh that were... wait, the other th- the other thing also reminds me. Um, it, there's a there's a part in this movie that reminds me of uh, Anakin Skywalker in Episode Three. Oh God! And it's a scene where you know the Joker's coming, and Batman and Bruce Wayne is walking. I don't know why he's walking normal speed. Like it's supposed to be kind of cool thing where he, you know, he's like, "Hey, whatever," and he he knocks out those two guys, but he continues to walk slowly. Right. And I'm thinking, like, you know, Bruce, have a little sense of fucking urgency here. The Joker's coming up the elevator, you know. Right. And um, and it reminds me of seeing in Revenge of the Sith three, or I'm sorry, Episode three, Revenge of the Sith, where Anakin is trying to stop uh, Mace Windu from capturing and killing Palpatine oh, because yeah, and Mace Windu like so raises gets, his lightsaber and like no, 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 no. it's before that. So he gets out of the jet, he gets out of the starfighter, and, and then just, he like, just like brisk walk. briskly walks. Yeah. For some reason, and it's far. And I, found out, I, I found out later on he briskly walks because of the special effects. Oh, instead of running. Oh, it would have messed up the the. It the would blue like it would have been more difficult for them to clean it up or something. Oh, I, I could have swore I read something wow. in there. Yeah, that actually because that the, that always bothered me in <clears throat> in the Dark Knight and in Episode Three where I'm like, fucking run. Yeah, or shoot, or shoot run. a grappling hook at him right now. Like pull out your something grappling like, hook and shoot. Why it. did you why did you land on the bottom when you had to go up top? Just yeah. fucking get out at the top. You're a fucking Jedi. Yeah. But yeah. no, he's walking briskly because he needs this person to save his wife's life. But instead of running, you're fucking just walking really <laughs> briskly like you have to take a shit or something. And you don't want anybody in the mall to know that you fucking had Auntie Anne's too early in the morning and now you're gonna have to take a shit. <laughs> Yeah, because if you're booking running through the mall, they'd be like, that guy's there's something going on. 
Like he'd follow or something leaks shit. out. <laughs> so yeah, I never understood that either. There's there's never like a search, uh, you know, a sense of like urgency and stuff like that. Oh, but, and then like he goes into that room. He's like, oh, you got a panic room, great. And then he goes in there and he shuts it right. And then I, I, I'm thinking, like, if I'm that guy, I'm like, wow, Bruce Wayne's a real pussy. Right. Well, that guy's you know? a prick. Oh, and then I was shit. Like, Maybe know, he's that was Batman. <laughs> that was weird. When he went into the, the panic room, Batman showed up, and I never saw Bruce the rest of the night. <laughs> it's so weird. <laughs> I know. It's so odd. Um, what I did like about this movie, though, is they actually showed him be a detective. Like, yeah. they, they actually showed him, like, you know, the bullet fragments, and it showed how he figured out i mean he needed lucius to kind of extrapolate the information and put the bullet together to find the fingerprints but i just fucking love that and i remember like so earlier i was watching that scene and i'm sitting there going like oh my god this scene but you do but 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 think about this for a second bullets him finding out the well (laughs) well when he figures out that it's a fingerprint he goes to the apartment yeah of the cops they're all tied up Think about what he actually does by figuring that out. He doesn't stop the assassination attempt. No. He literally does nothing. He goes there as Bruce Wayne. Right, but he doesn't do anything. So he figured that shit out for nothing. Yeah, he gets there and sees the cops tied up, and then he goes over to the window, and there's like a... He is he, basically he Indiana see, Jones. He doesn't see the timer, the timer off to the yeah. right. I don't like... No, he's Indiana, he's Indiana Jones is this. If, if Bruce Wayne just sat at home and watched this shit on the news... The same shit would have t- yeah. taken place. Yeah, the timer would have went. The thing would have flipped up. The the whatever the shade, and then they would have shot in there. And then and yeah, and the whole the thing whole, would have happened. The whole thing about Gordon being dead is completely useless too. Other than making his wife like sad beyond all fucking fuck her up really bad. Yeah, I thought like, messed her up mentally. I thought too. Like, mentally abused the shit out of Gordon's <laughs> I, wife. I thought I thought why did he why did he tell her like, "Hey babe, I've got to I've got to fake my death tonight. I need you And to, to make it and to drive it even more home, right? <laughs> Batman is crouching at the top of the stairs where she can see him <laughs> and that fucker knows that he's alive. Yeah, and she So he just does it him. to fucking rub it in a little bit more yeah. like, "Hey, your husband's dead. It was my fault, my bad." Knowing full well that he's fucking alive. Right. That was, there was no that, point in Batman being there. He's like, I just want to fuck with her some more. Other than driving it home to the audience like, yeah, Commissioner Gordon's really dead. Gordon, even though Gordon like, well, tells maybe Batman, not. do me a favor. I want you to go to the house, and I want you to fuck <laughs> her up even more. It'd be awesome. She didn't give me a birthday blowjob, so here's what we're going to do. Yeah, be, yeah, it was all for a blowjob. It had nothing it to was, do with it the It was all revenge it was for the, big ruse. the non-birthday blowjob. <laughs> it had nothing to do with capturing the Joker. <laughs> it's a big ruse. So he's that, like, he's so like that listen, so I'm going to fake my week. death, right? And then you're going to go to my house. And when my wife is crying, I want you to make sure that she sees you to drive it home that I'm really dead. And then Batman's like, well, what about the Joker? Well, hold on. I want to get to the Joker. I just want to make sure you understand that you need to be at the top of the steps. And I want you to look fucking sad. Otherwise, this is not going to work. Otherwise, she's not going to really believe that I'm fucking dead. I need her to believe that. What about the Joker? Shut up. All right. We're getting to it. We're getting to it. God, you're so fucking impatient. Listen. He's like, look, if this goes through, and when she finds out I'm truly yeah. alive, she's going to give me the sloppiest one ever. <laughs> so this has to work. Don't fuck so this, this up this for gotta, me. It's got to work. I need her to feel really shitty about herself that she didn't give me this birthday blowjob. 
What about the Joker? Well, at the end, I'll just at the end when you stupidly instead of like jumping out of your bat pod and tackling him or just punching him on the side, I want you to stupidly drive right into my fucking truck, right? And knock yourself out, and then at the very end, I'm gonna come save you because no none of the Joker gang checks the front passenger seat for some reason when he slid into the truck it didn't look like it was something that would have knocked him out no definitely not it It was like a three-story fall was worse (laughs) like he drives into the truck at 20 miles an hour and he doesn't get knocked out miles an hour but he doesn't get knocked out falling from a fucking skyscraper carrying somebody else Every time Batman gets knocked out, it's not for, like, the right reasons. Right. (laughs) So then at the end, that's when Commissioner Gordon saves Batman's life. Right. And it's like, okay, that just by chance you didn't get knocked out when you fucking almost flipped, when you flipped the fucking van over, right? Just by chance you didn't get knocked out. (laughs) We're going to fake your death because of your wife. And then at the end of it, you're just going to, I'm going to knock myself out. And then that's when you come save me. Well, are you going to knock yourself out for fake or for real? For real. But what if I don't get there in time? Well, then you're going to die. Or he's going to pull your mask off. <laughs> right. What if I don't get there in time? Like, no, 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 this will work. Um, yeah, that that whole scene actually is, it's still one of the most thrilling. Um, it is. And and, and here's, here's, the, here's the amazing thing about movies. And I'm not a film critic, but every time I watch something that I love, I find something more that I love about, right? So remember I was telling you, and we've, I've mentioned this on the podcast before, the scene where the Joker is chasing them, uh, Dent. Right, in the SWAT right? car. The, the camera is at the wrong, is in the wrong end of the van. Yes. Because when the shots come through, the way that the camera is angled, you, you think he's on the riverside, not, you know, not where he's actually being shot at. Right. Well, if you watch that whole sequence again, there's no music, right? The the iconic, yes, amazing, one of my favorite all time soundtracks uh, for a movie is Hans Zimmer's score for The Dark Knight. Yep, and there's no music at all in this sequence not from until, the time, not until the from the time yeah. then they go right down into the tunnel. There's <clears throat> no, there's no music, and on, to drive it even more like more condensed and more panicky, and to set the tone of it. So I hated it because of the camera angle, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm looking at it. I'm like, I wonder if Nolan did this on purpose because you get this sense of, like, confusion. It, like, that scene confuses you because you don't know which side the camera's supposed to be, like, where Dent is actually sitting because, mm-hmm. again, the camera's in the wrong spot. There's lots of quick cuts, really confined spaces, even though, like, there's a bunch of, like, they're go- they're driving down this giant highway. But if you look, there's not a lot of wide, wide shots. The, no. the cuts are, like, every five seconds, right? So you get from that all the way to the very end when the bat pod, bat pod explodes out of the Batmobile, and then all of a sudden the music kicks in, right? Yeah. It gets you now, down. all of a sudden, the music gets kicked in, and now all of a sudden you see long, drawn-out shots. Now you see Batman <clears throat> going through the mall, and it's like um, it was almost like he wanted to show that in that tunnel, in that area, like he wanted to show the chaos that the Joker was, let, that the Joker was controlling. That sequence, yeah. that chaos, right? And then the second they get out of there, Batman's now in control because he knows exactly how to stop him in the in the truck with the grappling hook, right? So it's yeah. like two. It was like almost like it was almost like a yin and a yang of purposely. <clears throat> yeah, and that's a. I'm taking a, a guess. Pull. I'm I'm taking a guess. That's what he wanted to do. Otherwise, like 
I refuse to believe a, a, a filmmaker like Nolan purposely put the camera on the wrong side of the fucking truck. Yeah. Like, he does everything purposely with all of his movies, right? I, like, so I'm thinking that was all chaos. The Joker was in control. And the second that the Batmobile blows up and he, he comes out of the Bat Pod, now Batman's in control. And everything is smooth and gliding. Yeah, that that's, I mean, that's a good pull. The, the, also, the thing that he chose to do with music is that it, before the Joker ever shows up like each time before he is on screen you hear that that tingy like that weird right. whiny sound like jaws yeah it's like a weird whiny sound and you're like oh shit like he's gonna pop like it got you conditioned that he was gonna show up at some point right and they do that right before they go down in the tunnel they go down there and then the sound goes off and then the door to the truck opens up and it's him and it's just it's fuck i mean every time he's on screen it, your eyes are glued to that fucker and uh but that, you had no idea what he was going to do no just that whole no clue the whole sequence is just thrilling it's still thrilling it's really exciting and then you know he gets in that bat pod and like you said before he fucking destroys all kinds of shit like blows up parked cars and blows up you know he's driving through buildings <laughs> right. and blowing up doors and you know right. And then he garbage garbage <laughs> uh, dumps and shit in the and alleyway. And what I love about that sequence too is that it builds up because it builds up from the time that Batman shows up and hits that dump truck and then and then turns around and follows them and then it blows up and then the bat pod comes out. It's just one thing after another because now he's flying through in the bat pod and then he shoots like the this dumpster and he comes flying out of the alley and of course when that wheel fucking spun and the, the lights are spinning that first time, like I lost my breath, like I couldn't breathe. I was like, yeah. <gasps> I was like, <gasps> what? Like, what the fuck did I just see? You know? Because there are things. There's things that we know now, that that we see now that we're like conditioned. Yeah. To, like special effects, like especially with the Marvel movies, um, that we've seen these things before. And like, yeah, the Infinity War had certain things that I'd never seen before. But all in all, I don't think my mouth dropped the way it did in the Dark Knight during that sequence. Oh, I was like, "Holy shit!" When, man. Like, like you said, when that when those lights flickered like from the wheel spinning, I'm like, "Oh my god, I've never seen that before in my life." Because there was no bat pod before. No, and then it took me a few subsequent views because I didn't pay attention. But I didn't I didn't know for after three or four viewings that he his, the bat pod can stretch out and go flat. And then I realized, oh, no, and then I realized, oh, shit, that was part of the the um, Batmobile where he, like, would go under and shit like that. And so when he, he goes flat really quickly when he goes under that truck yeah, yeah, yeah. and then pops back up. Because there's a mechanical noise that you hear. Oh, my God. It's so goddamn good. And then he hits the wall and flips over. And I remember the audience, oh, the the fucking, audience went I'm, fucking nuts. I was in IMAX for that, and the place <clears throat> just went ape shit. Yeah. Like, they just they just could not stop cheering. Yeah, and then he just goes right at him. He's just like, hit me, you know? Oh, yeah. Was, that was just... And then he slowly crashes his fucking bat pod and gets knocked out again. Yeah, then you see the Joker look over his shoulder, which is like part of the trailer. It was so badass. Uh, yeah, I mean, everything leading up to that is great. The 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 scene where he jumped the wall was fucking amazing. Yeah, it's so fucking cool. And then, There's so many iconic things in this movie. Well, yeah, because then they do a thing where, like, like Gordon, and I think that's right out of the comic book, too, where Gordon's talking to the Joker, and then he's like, what are you going to do, like, whatever, interrogate me or something like that, or I forget what he said. And he's just like, no, not me. He just, like, leaves the room, and then the lights come on, and Batman's standing behind him. Like, everyone fucking time, erupted, too. You know, everyone went nuts. 
Yeah. Um, but it just went to show you also that whole scene where he's interrogating him. You can see yeah. the Joker doesn't give a fuck. He doesn't give a fuck. He's like, kill me, do whatever you want. It's like, I'm, I'm my fa- one of my favorite Joker lines is <clears throat> after he tells him that it's two people and he's talking to that one cop. Oh, and, he, and he's like, he's like, you know, why I use knives. And he explains that and he's like, you know, people in their last moment really show you like who they are, the desperation. Yeah. And he's like, "Would you would like to know which one of your your friends were cowards?" And I was oh. like, "Oh my god, this is fucking cold." <laughs> like just the speech and everything. Like he purposely knew what he was doing because he cracks his neck right before. Yes, it's every everything that he does in this movie is fucking phenomenal. You know, there's a theory going out there. You probably read this before that the Joker was. Um, you know, before he became the Joker, he was like an interrogator, or he was like part of a special forces. The special forces, yeah. Yeah, because and the the video that I watched about this made so much damn sense. This from was it from Patton Oswalt? I think it was, and it, there's like a video I think, or there's an article you can read that explains to a T every little thing that he does in the movie points to the fact that. He was part of Special Forces because the way the things that he says, like he looks at the Asian guy and he's like, I know a squealer when I see one. And like just certain things that he said and did that made you think like he's a master interrogator. Like when Batman like hits his head against the table, he's like, like, that's not how you interrogate someone. Like you don't bang them in the head right off the bat because they're all fuzzy and they can't like think straight. So there's like all this shit and like, so after I read that article, I actually watched rewatched the movie, and I was like, "Holy shit, this makes a lot of sense." But, right. but the genius part of the movie is that you don't know where he came from. He he ex- he explains in three or four different times. That's what makes where him he even got, more like scary. Yeah, where he got his scars, but you don't know what's the truth or whatnot. So he tells that story <clears throat> the very first time, the "Why so serious?" story, right? Yes. God, it's so and I'm like, creepy. And I'm like, when I first saw the movie, I was like, oh, that's how he came up with this. That's like, that's how he became a Joker. That's crazy. And then you get to the penthouse scene yeah, where he's Rachel. doing it to Rachel. Yeah. He's like, uh, now I know the brighter side of things or whatever. Yeah. Or something about smiling, right? Or let's put a smile on that face. Yeah. And uh, now you hear a completely different story about how he got the scars. And I'm thinking, oh, shit. This guy's fucking psycho. Yeah, and then he tells Batman at the end, he's like, do you know how I got these scars? He's like, no, but yeah. I know how you got these. And shoots <laughs> right. him in the face. I was like, oh, but here's awesome. here's here's where we were just talking about Solo. We're not talking. We were angrily, not even debating. We were angrily agreeing how much <laughs> I didn't want Han Solo the movie. Right? And this is, this is where somebody like Christopher Nolan or a character like the Joker in Christopher Nolan's world doesn't need a prequel. Right. It, the fact that... You're left with him telling two different stories about how he got those scars and leaving it up to a mystery. It 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 enhances the Joker's character, right? Yes. Well, it's the same thing like we were talking about for Solo. Is I didn't need to see him become Han Solo. I didn't need to see him become because if anything the the movie was going to do if you didn't have a good story was ruin the character. For future references. Well, well like that, we were talking about that. We were saying, like, if they were going to do a solo movie, which they did, they it has to be something spectacular. It has to be something right. Because you can only hurt the character. Exactly. And they hurt him immensely because how the, the Kessel run was the biggest thing for me in that movie. 
that it was like, yeah, some people argue or like, oh, you're just like, just you have this built up in your head. I'm like, fucking yeah, I've had this character in my head for 40 years. And this is yeah. how like he, the Kessel run is. And he fucking lies about it, too. Like, then that yeah. just makes Han Solo a fucking liar and a piece of shit. Right, and right. It doesn't make him good at anything. No, it just makes him just a fucking dumbass asshole. You know? Right, like, he doesn't even know how to say pilot. Yeah. I just, it's... He's like, I want to be a pilot. Yeah. He doesn't say that. No. And then, then and we can't figure this out or not, but I could have swore that the dice that were in the Millennium Falcon were the dice that he used to win the Millennium Falcon from... The the novelization from, or whatever. Right, from uh, from Lando. Yeah. I mean, that's how I thought he got the dice. And then they're introduced this way. Now, I, I could very well be wrong. Yeah. Um, but that's how I thought the, what the dice were. And I, anyway, point being is the Joker doesn't need, uh, like, backstory. didn't need a backstory. No. The fact that he was telling crazy stories made him even crazier and more scary on screen. Yeah. Because the, the, the very next time that you hear him tell a Scar story, it hits you. Well, it should hit you if you're, like, paying attention that this guy's fucking psychotic. Yeah, and Alfred knows it all along. Keeps warning Batman. He's like, dude, you're going to have to probably break <laughs> yeah. some rules to catch this guy. He's like, well, how'd you catch that guy in Burma? And he's like, we burned the fucking force down. I was like, holy shit. God damn, Alfred. Didn't get him. Yeah. And they still didn't get him. <clears throat> no. Because remember, like, six months later, they started showing... Um, we saw a kid playing with a ruby with the rubies. size of a tangerine. <laughs> yeah, and then he's like, some people don't want, like, whatever. And he's like, some people just want to watch the world burn. I'm thinking... And they're showing the slow motion of the Joker on on that black and white screen, you know? Oh, yeah. Anyway, yeah, when when, when, uh, he, when he escapes the jail cell was really creepy, too, because he's, like, in the cop car with his head out of the window, and there's cars yeah. chasing him, and he's just, like, driving, like, yay, I'm free. Well, he says that later on to Harvey <clears> Dent. <throat> he's, like, he's like, I'm a dog, like, catching, like, uh, running after a car. I wouldn't know what to do. I know what to do with it, yeah. Yeah, and that's basically what he looks like, like. I don't have any plans. Out the window. He's like, do I look like someone who's got a plan? <laughs> <laughs> um, so that brings us to Harvey, like, when he... Um, when he became Two-Faced, I remember seeing him in the hospital and, like, he had, like, this piece of gauze on his face. Like, someone put a piece of toilet paper on there. And yeah, I was like... I was like, not... I was like, that's not going to protect him. I was like... But he was a burn victim, so I guess they needed to aerate it at the same time. I, I guess. I Maybe a nurse can write in or something, but I figured he'd have, like, this big old fucking tape wrapped around his head. You know, and instead it was just, like, a piece of paper. No, because I think in a burn victim, you, you need to protect it from the atmosphere, but you also need it to get, like, kind of dry out, too. Oh. I think. I that, think. But, God damn, that must have fucking Not hurt. Not dry out, but... That must have yeah. hurt so bad. Well, he also said that in the movie, that, um, Commissioner Gordon says that he's refusing um, pain, pain, pain medication. Oh, God. How would you be able so to So he's feeling that? it. He's going on pure... Adrenaline like, rage. Pure revenge and loss and anger <clears throat> or whatever. Oh, how did how did fucking Batman find Harvey's coin in the middle of all that rubble? <laughs> that fucking little it was just coin. There. It's just laying there. He's like, oh, right yeah. where he was, right where he was, like awesomely standing. Well, because Rachel, you know, had the coin because Harvey gave it right. to her. You know, he's like, oh, you make your own. But he's money. standing on that like pile, like that iconic shot <laughs> of like everybody's like, you know, putting <laughs> out the fire, and he's he just fucking standing Rachel's, there. Rachel's like hand, like a bone hand. He's like, st- <laughs> he's just standing there. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> He's right on top. He's breaking. He's cracking like fingers trying to get to the, <laughs> to the coin. To the coin. <laughs> I gotta save this fucking coin. Uh, like, he, like, puts, like, he puts it in his bat 
He puts it in his utility belt and gives it to Harvey, but the fingernail's still attached to it. Oh, Add insult to injury. Look what you did like, to the love of my life, and then you he, asshole. He, he, he puts it down. He's like, sorry, Harvey. <laughs> he's like, oh, shit. There's still a fingernail on it. There's still skin on it. Like, oh, fuck. I didn't, I didn't oh, shit. Is that in my utility belt? God damn it. Yeah. Alfred. I, I have to go. Alfred, you're going to have to clean this shit out. Here's your coin. Fucker. He does it like fucking Ben Affleck's Alfred. Just says Alfred in front of everybody as he's walking out of the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> he's like Alfred. I got fucking Rachel's fingernail on my utility it's belt. It's really jarring when Batman's like around when there's light. You know, it's really kind of weird. You know, when it's lit or something, it's kind of weird seeing him because he's usually in the dark and shit. But he's just like right. standing in the hotel room or in the hospital room. He's like, hello. Here's your coin. <laughs> He's like, I fucking found this. I figured you'd want it, and it would. And like, as soon as Harvey wakes up, I just wanted to remind it, you that you gave this to Rachel. He cries. He's so mad. He basically turns him into Two Face right then and there. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, I remember he looks at the one side of the coin, and then he turns it around, and then he remembers, oh shit. He might as I well. I fucking left. gave this to Rachel. Like, he, he pretty much just taunted him. <laughs> So just left like a, a sex tape of him and he Rachel. should have just left the fingernail. Just to, don't even leave the fucking coin. Just leave the fingernail in there. He leaves a pair of panties there that he had over his house before. <laughs> He's like, these are Rachel's. You, you should have them. <laughs> He's like, you asshole. He, he finds the ring that's still on the finger and the oh, rubble just no. brings that. He's like, I figured you'd want this back. Sorry, Harvey. <laughs> you get some money back. The ring wouldn't come off. <laughs> Melted to the ring. Yeah, he's like I couldn't get the coin off either. But because remember when he turns the coin and he, it's like all scarred all up dark. and shit. Yeah, and that's when he fucking. And that's when he turns into Two Face because Batman <laughs> fucking taunted him. And then like what makes Batman even worse after that scene when he's like. I'll make Harvey feel better by rubbing the shit in his face. <laughs> and then he's and then he's like in the thing practically like he's in his penthouse practically crying, having no clue that she was gonna dump his ass. And I'm like, Oh, Batman's pathetic right yeah. now. Sad sad Batman. Batman's that Batman. guy in high school that everybody <laughs> knew that they were broken up for like two months but him. And nobody wanted to tell him. <laughs> nobody wants to tell Batman. Like Alfred, Alfred, and like, like all the out. all the helpers, like all the maids and shit. Let's everybody knows that out. Batman got dumped. Everybody knows that Batman got dumped, but Batman. But Alfred knew for eight years in the Dark <laughs> yeah. Knight Rises that he's like, oh, by the way, and, and, he's like, oh, you're gonna go back to this shit. Like, like Batman, Bruce Wayne's like, wait a minute, I've been sitting here in this house for eight years brooding. <laughs> I wouldn't because have quit. You fucking lied to me. I wouldn't have quit, and this would have never happened. I wouldn't have lost to Bane. He's like, I might have gone out and started dating again. <laughs> you fucking asshole. <laughs> I could have. You know how many times dating. I could have fucked somebody? You fucking yeah. asshole. <laughs> I could have started dating. <laughs> He's like, you ruined me for life. I've been celibate for eight fucking years for no reason I deleted, whatsoever. I deleted my plenty do of you fish think, cap. Do you, think I'm, I, do you think I'm hobbling around on this cane because I don't have knee cartilage? No, it's because I jerked it so much in the last eight years. I can't fucking walk right. <laughs> I deleted my Match.com profile. <laughs> fucking asshole. Uh. <laughs> How, you know how many times I've swiped the other way? 
<laughs> like, does, no, it's not Rachel. Nope, doesn't <laughs> look like Rachel. I can't do it. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> It's terrible. Um, <laughs> dude, what about that part? There was like a part in the movie that didn't make any sense either. It's like he had, so Joker finally had the upper hand. He has all that money, like this huge mound of money. Right, and he right. put the Asian dude on the very top of it. And then I he, loved when he threw the pile of money at his head and <laughs> hit him. <laughs> but he slides down the money like it's a fucking slide. Oh, that's slide. awesome. And then like, he, and duck, then he, like Scrooge McDuck. Yeah, he douses the, <laughs> he douses the, the the thing the mountain of money with with gas and then he takes that dude's cigarette and he throws it and the guy's just looking at him like what the hell but my question yeah. my question is what happened to the Asian guy did he burn up because like yeah, did, he died there did, I guess did they they couldn't film him screaming or some shit because like you don't hear him yeah. scream and you don't even see him up there burning or anything maybe he's like Batman he got knocked out by that fucking <laughs> bunch of that wad of money if I were him I just would have dropped and slid down too I'm like I'm out of here yeah the other side yeah where nobody's paying attention. <laughs> Because <laughs> it's a pretty big mound of money, right? It's so stupid. That mound of money was so ridiculous. I'm like, this is like Breaking Bad. It's like this a, lot of a money. huge bounce of money. He's like, I don't care about money. He's like, I own this town now. And <laughs> fucking, and that stupid Russian guy's just like, I'm not working for you. And the guy's like, okay, well, I'm going to cut you into pieces and feed you to your dogs. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know, I made a mistake. About, we're laughing about this scene now, I but I was mistake. scared shitless watching the scene the first time I saw it. I made a mistake. Because I didn't know what the fuck he was going to do. I'll work for you. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, are they going to show him cut him up? Yeah. They're going to cut him up? You like, just show see, like, it? a scene where the dogs are just, like, having a field just eating shit. And you're like, Whoa, Oh, no. like in Superman Returns when the dog ate the other dog? Oh, my God. That was so stupid. <laughs> it was fucking funny. terrible. That was, was funny. so dumb. Um, I love the scene uh, with the hospital because w- weren't you the one that told me or someone told me that that whole scene was improv? Like when he when Joker came out of the hospital, the whole thing was supposed to implode and it didn't explode. Like it stopped. Yeah, at the very yeah, yeah, it was the very it was when he was outside and there was a delay in the, in the, the pyrotechnics, yeah. which would have been a really expensive fuck up had Heath Ledger not kept in character oh my god because that's one of the most iconic scenes in the movie too when right. he comes out of that building in that nurse's outfit it looks so ridiculous <laughs> yeah we were like i was laughing the everybody was laughing at the yeah because he's fucking funny but not in the way you want to be there like right next to him funny yeah yeah and you know he taps the detonator and the whole thing blows up and you see him like surprised you see him like jump and then he like jumps in the car and drives off and like the whole theater is just cracking up yeah, you know, but that whole thing was improv. That, that, that's that's what that's what's amazing to me about this movie is most bad could guys. Could you imagine? You don't you clap imagine? for the bad guy. You don't ever could cheer for the bad guy. Could you imagine how expensive that would have been? Oh yeah. Had he not improv that and then it fucking exploded? Yeah, they would have had to cut to something else and then back to him. You know. Yeah. But you no, know, the whole scene was so fucking awesome. But I just I couldn't get over the fact that there were several times in the movie where you just fucking cheered anytime he did something. Like the whole, the first time he was in, oh my like god, yeah, I mean, the, watch the pencil disappear and he shoves that guy's face on. He's all ta-da. The crowd erupted so loud I couldn't hear the next several lines. Like but it like was everything, so crazy. But everything that he said, he's like, I know why you have your little. Uh, why during the daytime? Yeah, yeah. Like what happens? Your balls drop off. Like just fucking with everybody, um, and. Like even he's like, uh, what is it? He he ends with um, 
you think you could just steal from us and walk out of here? Yeah. Yeah. Like, and just, and then when he kicks the door and he walks out of it, like you, you let a sigh of relief out cause you didn't know what the fuck he was going to do, but yeah. you, you just couldn't believe what you just saw. I remember so vividly when I, that scene was over that I was, that I was thinking like this, this is the most amazing thing I've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah. It's every time he was on screen, there was a part in it too. Like his little nuances, like when Batman, shows up and hits the the dump truck like drives under it he like yeah heath ledger lets out a like a little hmm you know kind of yeah he yeah. just looks back at him and goes huh you know like he just doesn't give a, he's just like oh that's interesting i mean it's just yeah. shit like that those little little things just made so much you know just made so you know the licking so the, the so the thing i thought was really creepy too oh, was that he was always licking, licking his, lips. his lips oh god yeah so you know why that happens? Well, mm-hmm. originally when they were first testing the makeup, when they were first testing the makeup, the glue that they were using wasn't good enough, mm-hmm. and the, the prosthetic off of his lips would come off. So he would always lick it to make sure it's wet so it would stick back on. Oh, God, and he included that so in then, character? Right, so then when they actually got the makeup correct, he kept that part of it as a tick. That's so badass. And added it to, to the joke. <clears throat> had not that... Had, had they used the correct glue... In pre-production, we never would have gotten that. Yeah, Jesus. Uh, they said at the end of the day, he'd just be mentally exhausted, like it really fucking did a number on him. Well, I've heard, I've read a couple things since then, and, and people said and there's been a bunch of people that said they kind of exaggerated. Like that he was how, fine at in, the end of the like day. Like he was not. Like basically, you you read all that stuff Jared Leto was doing, right? Yeah. So basically, he read all that shit that Heath Ledger was doing, and thought that was all true. When in reality, apparently, it wasn't. Like Heath Ledger, Heath Ledger was normal. He based his takes. performance on a lie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Heath Ledger, Jared Leto's <laughs> Jared Leto's Joker <laughs> is completely done. Like like based on a lie because <laughs> apparently some of the crew were just like he was just normal in between like scenes and stuff like that not jared leto he like, was he was giving like filled condoms to people and shit like yeah i don't asshole. know what the hell they were doing i don't know what the hell he was doing but i was like you're fired like get out of here we don't need you in this movie <laughs> yeah. at all we really don't yeah they cut him out you could it, cut it him out in the entire movie it doesn't matter what the it doesn't fuck matter he does. it doesn't matter anything um so another interesting part is I loved everything that Morgan Freeman did in this movie. I just fucking love that Lucius Fox. I love that guy. Yeah. Um, there's a part in it that made me just everybody laugh, and that was when that little Weasley fuck comes up, and he's just like, "Hey, I know, I know who fucking Batman is, and right, I, but I want that ten million dollars also, a year." <clears throat> yeah, but that scene also is like. Well, no wonder Bane figured it out. I mean, this fucking accountant guy figured it out. Well, yeah, because and all the money... not to mention that they were all government contracts. Yeah, all the so money... So the government should have known. All the money was going to the R&D, and they're like... See, that's like, how... Like, the if money. you tied the universe... If you tied the universes together, right, that's where you get Amanda Waller coming in. Yeah. And be like, we've known you've been Batman this whole time. Right. Who do you think contracted that bridge... The 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 more the batmobile what's what was it like the tumbler uh, yeah bridge jumper but it was supposed to like yeah. make yeah bridge make jumper bridges. whatever like who do you think commissioned that that would have been like an awesome line for Amanda Waller to come in on right like going up to Bruce like uh Christian Bale's Bruce Wayne and saying some shit like that because right. she was the one who commissioned that shit and she saw it out there now you're going to work for us bitch right exactly um, like that would have been fucking awesome no they fucked that whole thing up um 
but uh, I, I just I like Fox. I like Fox's retort to that guy. He was just like, "You mean to tell me?" Is like, so if he really is Batman, you really want to extort money from this person, you know? And he's just like, uh, "Never mind. I'm, I'll see myself out." Right. So it was fucking awesome. Um, what else? Uh, oh, it was interesting that they did that cell phone technology with the sonar, and like again, it shows how Bruce is. He's not just a, a billionaire playboy. He's fucking intelligent. And he took right. that sonar technology and he installed it like in the network so that he could hear and see sonar like any phone like in the city limit, all 30 million people. And it's funny because Fox, because <laughs> he's like, Fox is like, this, I, this is unethical. And he's like, dude, I fucking need you to do this because this is the only way I could find the Joker. I can't find him any other way. So, and, and then he's just like, well, this is unethical. I'm going to quit. But I'll do it for you this one time. <laughs> it's like, well, he said... He said, I'll help you this one time. He's, or he says before, and he's like, you know, this is too much power for one man to have. He's like, I know. That's why I gave that's it to you. That's why I gave it to you, little bitch. And, you then, and then he says, you know, when you're done, um, you know, which sign out. It's your name. Which basically manipulated him. He's just like, you're, you're way more awesome than anyone else. You can handle this power. And so I understand it's unethical, but I need you to do this. <laughs> Even right. he was just like, I don't want to do this, but I'll do this for you this one time. Like okay, but he re- he repays that trust or whatever. Yeah, because he types in his name and the whole thing goes haywire and it's gone. What did you think of the? I, okay, so this is how I feel about the Dark Knight. I've I've seen it so many times. The first two acts are fucking incredible. The third act to me seems to wane a little bit. Which um, part? Starting at one point. Just the whole third act, like with the two boats and the detonators. I mean, the whole thing was kind of cool, but again, they don't. They spend too much time like zooming in on Batman when he's fighting. And then when he's fighting the people in the building, it's so dark and it's so confusing because like he figures out that the bad guys are the hostages and the hostages right. are the bad guys. They're, they remix them. So it was to confuse the SWAT team. Um, but it was just really hard to kind of see him fight, number one. Number two, when he ultimately finally makes it up to where the Joker is. I was like, wait a minute. Why didn't he just go right to the top where the Joker was? Why did he go all the way from the bottom up? And I thought, well, maybe it's because he didn't want the hostages to die from the SWAT team fucking it up. you know. But I always thought, like, why didn't you just go for the source? Um, and then, and then uh, you know, Joker sicks some dogs on him, and then you're like, oh, yeah. Well, even before that, you know, I was thinking the same thing when you, you said... Um, when you're when he's fighting, it's so up close, and it's really hard to tell the action. Yeah. But any time you've ever seen Batman fight from further away, you see a lot of the shortcomings of of Christian Bale in that suit. And and you know the the most prominent one was when he was fighting in front of um, you know who eventually become Robin. Right. Uh, in the Dark Knight Rises, and it's that it's that. Again, a tunnel, like the exit of the tunnel. Yeah, he's fighting those four or five guys, and he yells like, "Hey, you missed one or whatever." You you see how slow he's moving, and then you cut to uh, a fight scene with somebody like uh, Tom Hardy. Yeah, uh, who you. knows physically what to do. You know what I mean? Like he's just fucking lightning fast and shit, and, no, and knows like he knows how to throw a punch. Right. And I was wondering if I know in the beginning of in Batman Begins, he wanted to show how quickly and how um, it didn't matter who the bad guys was that Batman was fighting, and he wanted to show the chaos of it. Right. But now I'm, I'm more thinking, like, in the beginning, that might have been why, but it might have been why to cover up the fact that he's really awful in that suit fighting. 
Like really slow. Yeah, he is really slow. And then I also have to think like maybe he just like he likes to dispatch people as quickly as possible. So like he has power power moves where he just smacks them once and they're down. You know, um, they did that a little bit. But in, even then, it's very slow. And Batman v Superman, they did it a little bit. I mean, he, I mean, Affleck seemed a little slow at times too, but he had these just these immense like punches. Like he would just right, fuck but, one but he one he would be getting hit more though. But yeah. you don't see that in this. You don't see that he doesn't get hit once right. by any of the henchmen or the cops um, in that whole in oh, that, that whole, whole uh, skyscraper scene. Yeah. Right, yeah. and then you know once the fighting's done, the camera pans out and it, and it shows that iconic scene where he kicks the one officer off the building. Oh yeah, and then all four line up perfectly on each floor. Like that's just fucking amazing, right? Yeah. But like you get that gorgeous back shot. But before that, you didn't see. You saw little bits of him tying up each cop, but you didn't really see like the whole sequence of of events because it was cut so close. So yeah, I, I don't know. know. You could argue. You can argue the artistic way. I'm going to think. I think personally, it was artistic because they had to cover it up. Yeah, and the fight with the Joker at the end. I mean, obviously, you're knowing the Joker can't beat up Batman. You know, but he had well, the, he says he it. had the dogs go after him. You know, oh yeah, he's just like I love that. That whole exchange is great because he's like, you know, you. He's like. We're yin and yang. He's just like you can't kill me, and I. Why would I want to kill you? Like you're too much. He fun. says this is what happens when an immovable object meets an unstoppable, unstoppable force. force. Like we'll just we'll we'll be continuing to do this for the end of time. You know, unfortunately, that line really is a bummer when you listen to it. Right, because actually, he was supposed to be the villain in the next movie. Yes, along probably so with somebody else. I imagine most people don't know that that it was Bane the whole time, but no, it wasn't. It was supposed to be the Joker. Yeah. Or at least I think he was going to. I think he was going to bring in another another villain at some point in time, but it was going to be the Joker was the main villain. Yeah. So yeah. That, so we kind of got ruined to the third movie. Yeah, you got those two boats. Like <clears throat> one's full of convicts, one's full of normal folk, and they they're both like tasked to like, well, if you blow up the other, you'll live. If you don't, nobody blows anybody up. I'm going to blow both of you up at midnight or whatever. And of course. Nobody does anything. It's funny. It's that the convict, this huge fucking dude, goes up to the warden. He's just like, give That's it to Zeus. me. Yeah, it's Zeus. Yeah, it's Zeus. WWF. That's right. He's like, give it to me. He's like, I, he's like, I'll do what you should have done 10 minutes ago. And he grabs the detonator and throws it out the window. And I was like, I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. How do you know that thing's not going to fucking go off when you throw that thing? Because yeah. it, like, it, hit, what if it, you doesn't, missed? it doesn't even go through the window. It hits the sill and then falls out. And I was like, what? <laughs> he like throws yeah. it and like it switches on and the whole boat blows up. And they're like, oh, dude. <laughs> like, He's like, oh, shit, I was trying to do something heroic. He's like, oh, shit. Like I was, yeah, I didn't mean, well, I guess we live. Uh, okay. Well, I guess I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, I guess I'm getting another thousand years in prison. Oh, well. <laughs> well, we fast forward to the, to the iconic, uh, the really iconic uh, speech that, Gordon gives after Batman saves his ass. Yes. Uh, that just gorgeous ending shot of him going up the bat pod with the cape flying in the wind. Yes. Uh, such great stuff. So that's great. like that's comic book on screen right there. Yeah, and the music's blaring and the cops oh, are the after big him. Fucking, yep. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, and I could just, listen to that soundtrack all day. I know. And then it just ends and it just says the dark knight. It's all dented it into you know, and, and just yeah. everyone just went fucking nuts. It, um so a uh, little insider tidbit is that that main sequence, that big, like the drum beat and all that stuff and his main, th- uh, it's the beginning 
35, 38 seconds of uh, aggressive expansion on the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. That So when I was having my first kid, that's what I drove to the hospital in. <laughs> was like, aggressive expansion. <laughs> that's how that's how we drove to the to the hospital with that music blaring. You didn't play the Joker music. No, no I, wanted, I just wanted the Batman music. Yeah, Felt like just I was like, on a mission to get to the hospital. You're, you're like driving like Batman, like fucking blowing shit up. <laughs> I think it was aggressive expansion because it's only like thirty something seconds yeah, long. Yeah. And then the other one might have been like Danger Zone. Danger, Danger Zone. What do you mean from, from Top, Gun? Top Gun? No. Yeah, that's what I drove to the hospital. <laughs> in. Yeah. At least it wasn't playing like the boys. <laughs> <laughs> no. It was a dark night. People are it yelling was, at it you. It was aggressive expansion. I'm pretty sure it was aggressive expansion. Then it was Danger Zone, and then there was a third song. I just don't remember which one. <laughs> Kuda Matata. <laughs> <laughs> no. Might have been from Karate like, Kid. What's wrong with you? I think you're the best. Might have oh. been playing. <laughs> was it you're the best? I don't know. That should have been played when you were when, when she was being conceived. <laughs> <laughs> you're the best around. <laughs> well, when I had when I had my second kid, we were playing. What music was playing in the room? I, I forget. I, I, I was you, taking selfies. That Dark Knight soundtrack and that fucking Man of Steel soundtrack, as much as I don't really like that movie, the soundtrack yeah. is it's incredible. Zimmer. It's so yeah. fucking good. I mean, he's the one who gives you the... He's the one, I think, who created that iconic uh, uh, Wonder Woman, the guitar yeah, riff. I, I love all that. I, I'm just like, why? how come the DC music is so amazing? The movies yeah. are shit. <laughs> well, this DC movie's not shit. So, <laughs> no. Ten years now, Dark Knight. Ten years, man. All right. Well, that was uh, Chew on This says, Why So Serious? What a stupid title. (laughs) It's awesome. It's It's stupidly awesome. And that was episode 151 of Chew on This, a Nerds United podcast. I'm BJ. Until next time, folks, chew on that. Later.